0: This podcast contains spoilers, might contain explicit language, and is not made for anyone under the age of 13. Listener discretion is advised. hey how's it going everybody welcome back to john versus film and today we are taking a look at rodan also known as sora no daikaiju rodan the movie came out in 1956 and was directed by ishiro honda written by Takeshi kimura and ken Kuronuma. uh ken I'm sorry, Kuro, Kuro, no, Kuro Numa, Kuro Numa-san, there we go, uh, he was, uh, credited for the story, at least according to IMDB, and sorry about that, my cat is being extremely needy today, if you heard that, she was biting on one of my shells, I don't know what's up with her today, anyways, Today, uh, well, I should say this month of October, it's going to be focused on more of like Toho's horror entries, horror adjacent entries, I would say, and yeah, I think Rodan is very horror adjacent when it comes to say, you know, there's a lot of like, there's this like serial killer vibe. Like slasher horror, like villain vibe at the beginning with uh, Mega Nuon. And just like, it's a very graphic movie. But anyway, let me get down to what John vs. Film is all about. And I am just hitting my cord badly. So I don't know if you can like pick it up. I can hear it through the audio. So apologies for that. But, anyways, uh, For those of you who do not know, John Versus Film, here's how I do things. I first give you a little synopsis of the movie that I wrote up, then I talk about five things I like, five things I dislike, and then I wrap it all up with my overall thoughts. So, without further ado, we're on to the synopsis. It's a two-in-one film, with the first half being about a mining town plagued by giant killer insects, and the other half being about a terror in the sky. Do these two halves fit together perfectly, or are they incompatible? Let's find out. So yeah, that's the little synopsis that I wrote up. It's perfect, brilliant, I know. It's amazing. Uh, Anyway, uh, we're off to Lakes right now first like is i gotta give massive props to kenji sahara who plays uh shigeru kamura in the movie you know he's the main protagonist he's known around the you know kaiju circle when it comes to like especially the show era you know he was like uh he plays june and utaku ultra q He's been several Godzilla movies, you know, like he, he's been around the tokusatsu fair, especially with Ultraman and uh, Godzilla. So, and he even pops up in a future movie I'm talking about, uh, The War of the Gargantuas. So, anyways, we're gonna, you know, like, uh, anyway, the reason I want to like shout out Kenji Sahara here is that he does a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Wow, I can't speak right now. Phenomenal, phenomenal job. You know, just excellent acting. He really, uh, especially uh, in a certain scene that I'll talk about a little bit. It, like in the next point, it's just like he's very emotive. Very expressive. He he does a very excellent job in this movie. And... Yeah, the next scene I want to talk about is... The Rodan hatching scene. It is probably the best scene in the movie. it's... Probably the scariest. So... For context... In the part of the movie... We already discovered the movie... Mega has been plaguing this mining town. uh, That Kenji Sahara's character played. You know... And... The Meganulon, like just one, was a tough, like very much tough to kill. So this is like a flashback scene for Kenji Sahara's character when he's regaining his memory because he suffers amnesia in the movie. And we find him in a cave. There's a bunch of Mega Nulon. and by the way, the Meganulon are human size. And then Kenji Sahara's act, you know, character, he sees an egg hatch, and that's Rodan. Rodan hatches from the egg and he starts eating at the Mega it, It's very horrific. And Kenshi you know sells that scene. As well as the music done by Akira Ifkupe. So it's a really well done scene. Definitely the best in the movie. Third like is... I like how graphic it gets. Uh, I mean it's not like the most graphic movie by any means. But for a toho kaiju movie it gets pretty graphic you know there's blood we get to see dead bodies uh you know so it's like it's definitely not childish and it's not necessarily toned down and the atmosphere as well it's it's just it, it gets graphic and dark and i appreciate the dark tone it goes uh, then the fourth thing I like is the bittersweet ending. So for those of you who do not know, in the movie, uh, Rodan is attacking the city, and then we find out there's two Rodan, presuming that one's male and one's female. And in the end, the Rodan are done in by a, like an active volcano, and the Rodans get caught in the volcano. And it's it's very sad as... We see one Rodan trying to, you know, help uh like their mate who got captured in the lava first and is on fire, but as the other Rodan like is trying to escape, there's a technical hiccup in the movie. Uh like the effects like this wasn't supposed to happen because the wire got cut because of the heat. You know, it snapped very much causing the Rodan prop to fall, but it actually works to this movie's benefit because it's just like, you know, even though the Rodan have been terrorizing the people, they are still just animals or creatures. And so, yeah, even though the threat of the Rodan is done, it's still sad to see them, you know, be done in by this. And finally, the last thing I like is... I like the Rodans, Rodan themselves. Uh, especially their design. I think it's like one of the best designs. If not the best design of Rodan. We've ever seen. I I think King of the Monsters. The 2019 one. That was like. That's either my favorite or my second favorite. With this one being my favorite. I don't know. I, I'm probably going to be flopping between those two designs. But also I like how Rodan is like portrayed in this movie i want it i wrote in a little note here uh saying how the movie effectively captures their speed and yeah you know it's uh something that i i think most movies for the rodan have trouble capturing but here it's nailed like it really feels that the rodan are flying at you know super fast speed especially when we get this dogfight scene with the rodan and Uh, The Jet Fighters. It's really cool. Alright, so that is all my likes. So leaving us to the dislikes and criticisms. And yeah, the first thing I dislike is... Criterion has not released this on Blu-ray yet. Yeah, I know that's a cheap dislike. But (laughs) uh, it is a dislike because... I was using HBO Max to watch the Japanese version of Rodan. I do have the movie on DVD, but I want to watch the movie in HD if that makes sense. So, the watching it through HBO Max is the best way I could do it through HD. But again, it's not the best solution, especially since with all the shenanigans with Warner Brothers Discovery lately. So, with that said, yeah, uh, Criterion Where's our other Toho movies? You got the Showa Godzilla movies. We need, we need everybody else. Where are they? Come on, get to work. Get, get to work with Toho. Make some new deals. You can do it. I believe you. I mean, you you pulled off getting the Japanese version of King Kong vs. Godzilla to the states. So, I, I feel like if any distributor can get more of Toho's movies to the states or just outside of japan it's criterion like they work magic i guess uh next next dislike uh it's a minor one is that there was a lot of audio cracking and popping i I don't know if it's because of the transfer they got or i just haven't noticed it before but when i was watching the movie for the podcast yeah it was crackling and popping quite a bit as it was to a point where it was like slightly distracting. So I I know it's a nitpick, nitpick, but it was distracting for me. Uh then on to my next dislike. I think there was no there was no build up of Rodan within the first half hour. Like I'm not talking about, you know, Rodan not showing up for the first half hour. I mean like no build up, so I know this is an unfair comparison. I probably shouldn't be comparing it, but if you take a look at Shiro Honda's earlier movie, Gojira, even though we don't see Godzilla fully until like half an hour into the movie, you know, just about, there's a lot of buildup to his apparent, you know, parents within that first half an hour there because of just so many accidents happening in the ocean. And then, Stuff that was going on in Oda Island. There was a lot of build-up. But here... It, the movie is focused on Mega Nulon, And don't get me lo- wrong. I love the Mega Nulon stuff. But it does feel like it's a different movie. Uh, so because they're so focused on the Mega Nulon in this first half... They kind of forget to even introduce any elements of Rodan. Which is a shame. And I think it does ultimately hurt the move like, uh, hurt this movie, especially since the movie is called Rodan. Alright, and then on to my fourth dislike is the pacing. It drags in some spots, uh, which, which is a bummer because it makes the viewing experience a, a little boring at some parts. Uh, again, I love the the like the stuff going on, but if the pacing is kind of just slowing down, it's especially bad in the middle when we are just finally getting to the buildup of Rodan and the sort of the mega newon has pretty much dispersed. So it's just like the, in this middle the pacing is not halted, but it slows down quite a bit. And finally, the movie does have an anti nuclear message somewhat similar to gojira but it, it comes it comes in too late in my opinion uh, perhaps or or it might be that the anti-nuclear message was just not implemented as well as gojira because again the move like the first half of the movie deals with Megalon, and and there, there's not really any talk about nuclear technology or anything like that. And it feels like a lot more about the distrust the, that was coming across, you know, between these, you know, like within all the people in the mining town with all the miners, this act of distrust. It's only until the Rodan finally shows up that nuclear technology gets brought on and like imagery of say, like, the atomic bombing shows up. Uh, I remember hearing that Ishiguro wanted to treat Rodan like the atomic bomb, and to an extent, yeah, because Rodan comes in very fast and makes a huge explosive, you know, presence really quickly, while Godzilla is kind of like the slow nuclear radiation representation. And I think, you know, the nuclear messaging, it is well done, especially with Rodan... Destroying the city with the gust of winds from his wings. You know, it's really well done. But again, I feel like it wasn't implemented super well. If it was supposed to be brought in early on, if it was like supposed to be present in the first half of the movie, I didn't really catch on to it. It's only in the second half until I catch on to it. And it feels the messaging was a bit inconsistent and just came across a bit too late. So yeah, anyway, those were my dislikes. That leaves me off to the overall thoughts. So overall, it's an entertaining film with a lot of great moments put into it, elevated even more by stellar effects and phenomenal... There we go with that again with that word, phenomenal acting. Unfortunately, the movie has some noticeable flaws that hinder the movie from achieving its full potential. Despite the flaws, I still consider it to be a well-made kaiju film. And there you all have it. I know I've been going through these movies a bit faster. Uh, you'll notice it, especially in the next two coming films that are coming up. Because next week, I'll be talking about Frankenstein, Conquers the World, or Frankenstein versus Barragon. And then after that, War of the Gargantras. I've already recorded those two at Rodin because I, I just got lazy with the Rodin, if I'm going to be honest. So, yeah, I, I've just been kind of, like, going through these movies pretty fast. Oh, you know, well, well, it it is what it is, but, hey, maybe they'll, they'll like, make the po- podcast perform, you know, perform better overall. Uh, anyways, that's it for this episode, and I already said what's happening next week, so... Uh, if you like this podcast, fantastic. If you're listening to this on YouTube, press the like button if you love Rodan. Press dislike if you hate horror, hate kaiju, and all that. Subscribe if you want to see more John vs. Film. And also check out my other stuff on my YouTube channel. I got some uh, other like variety of videos that go up on Wednesday. So make sure to check in on that. Leave me a comment. Tell me what I did right and what I did wrong. And also what you guys like about Rodan or just your thoughts on the movie. And with all that said, again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic day. Take care.